I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Hope you're doing awesome. I just got back from the great state, or as I call it, its own country, of Texas. P.S. California is also its own country. Not literally, but you probably know what I mean. Read between the lines. Their GDPs of those two states are bigger than some entire countries, bigger than a lot of countries. So it's cool. Everything's bigger in Texas. I had a lot of fun. I got to spend time with my wife. And it reminded me of something. And I can't tell you why I was there because it was top secret and potentially a insane, life-changing, cool opportunity for me. But nothing is final yet. So I'm going to keep that locked up and in my back pocket. But it was exciting. And so what I want to talk today about to help you it has to do with networking. It has to do with your network is your net worth. Sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. It's true. In fact, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was, if you're maybe like me, you're a nerd and <laughs> I like to look on Trulia or Realtor, you know, like the Realtor apps, like the mobile apps or Zillow. And I just like look at real estate. I just think it's super fun if I'm bored. I just look around and I, for whatever reason, I went to the Hamptons. I never looked at the Hamptons. I know like Obama just bought some McMansion there and I saw a headline and I was like, huh, like where is the Hamptons? I didn't really understand geographically exactly where it was. So I zoomed over to New York and I was like panning around and I found it and I'm looking at all these houses for sale and I'm like, holy crap, like this is insane, right? There's like 20, 30, 40, 50 I can't remember what the most expensive one was, but maybe like 70 million or something. And I'm sure that there's been ones more than that. And I'm zooming in like, you know, like street view or like as far as I can. And there's like helicopter pads everywhere. And these, these estates are crazy. And I'm, my first gut reaction was, was I think what most people's is, you know, average person, which is like, oh, that's just ridiculous. You know, who needs a $35 million house with 17 billion square foot Olympic swimming pool with 63 helicopter pads? And <laughs> that was my first reaction. But then I caught myself because I think that that's a low level way to look at things like this. And I said, wait a second, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is going on with this? Like, what, like, how did this happen? Right. And, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And, and I kind of reminded of this principle of networking and your network is your net worth. And then I thought about all the stories in my life where I either learned incredible things that changed my life or I got opportunities that changed my life. And when you really boil it down, all of those things that I learned and all of those opportunities came down to me having a relationship with another human being, either a person in a position of power or of influence or someone that had great knowledge or just knowledge ahead of my own personal knowledge. That's, that's like the way that all of us grow. And, you know, even with like urban culture, right? You know, people can be proud of where they're, they're raised. I was born in Flint, Michigan. I was never raised in downtown Flint in the city proper. We were in a little town outside of Flint, kind of a pretty low-income town called Genesee, 
Michigan. There's also Genesee County, but there's an actual town called Genesee. And there's lots of trailer parks and little redheaded stepchilds running around and people are generally angry and incomes low and (laughs) all that. And that's an exaggeration. There's really good people in Genesee. But what I'm saying is my family who made, you know, my mom was a hairdresser. My dad made, uh, you know, 12 bucks an hour when we moved from Genesee or 14 or something like that. And they were always scraping by as they leveled up. And then in my own life, as I leveled up, it was always a result of a person. One of the first influential people I met was my football coach, Lowell. Lowell was like this rich guy to me. In reality, he wasn't rich at all, but he did own the local Domino's Pizza franchise, and he was also my football coach. And he's also the dirty old man that told me, hey, who's that cheerleader over there? Man, she's cute. You should talk to her. And then I was like, dang, Lowell, you were totally right. Then the next very next day, I went and talked to Ashley, who is now my wife. What? Yeah, that's a true story. But Lowell had this pizza store, and to me, he was like crushing it. And I'm like, man, like you can own your own business? Like I hadn't really thought of it. And it was during that time when I'm like around 17, I don't know exactly, like 16 to 18, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I met Lowell, I started working at Domino's Pizza, you know, there by my famous pizza stories of how we lived in a trailer park and I was a pizza delivery guy when I got married, which is all true, because I worked for Lowell. Lowell had bought a Corvette, right? And Lowell would like teach me stuff and mentor me. And looking backwards, he didn't know that much about business. You know, back then, he was like pretty young too. But to me, he was like Yoda. I'm like, oh my God, like I want a Corvette. And then I remember he had to sell his Corvette because cheese prices went up. (laughs) Pizza business is a tough business, but he did a great job. He had one of the top 10 Domino stores in the entire state of Michigan. And one of the primary reasons he was so successful wasn't just because he was a nice person or he worked really hard. It was because that guy networked his face off. Every single school district in our delivery area, every single sports team, every single youth organization, every single one of them knew Lowell. Lowell took care of everybody. And looking back, I'm like, duh, it makes sense now. So go back to the Hamptons. I told my wife, I said, all right, let's say you're 25 years old. You're some sort of tech nerd. You build some app and you, you make $20 million, right? And you could take the $20 million and be done. But you don't, it's not about the money for you. Like you're excited, but you got bigger aspirations. You want to become a billionaire. You want to change the world. You want to feed a billion people, whatever. To me, it, like I asked my wife, I said, wouldn't it make sense for a guy like that to go buy a 10 or a $15 million house in the Hamptons, even though he'll be the poor guy, right? Because he spends all of his money on a house, and join the country club, go play racquetball 17 hours a day, and meet literally everyone for two years straight, and just be buddies with everybody. Just kind of let them know who you are. Let them learn your story. Play the long game. Like that, to me, would be like a totally valid, makes sense in my brain, very logical, very practical uh, thing to do. Because the people he's going to meet could catapult him a million feet forward. And by the way, the people that are doing crazy stuff, and you know, when I went to Texas and I met some incredible people, um, again, I realized, hey, they're just people. The results are a bajillion times bigger than the average person, but they're just a person. So I'm trying to connect the dots, like, what is going on? And then this person I met with in Texas who's super accomplished, total rock star, 
killing it. Uh, you know, currently exiting a, a business for like over $200 million. I don't know all the exact details, but a bajillion dollars, over 200. I'm talking to him for two and a half hours and he's just a guy. Now, is a caveat, highly driven, alpha male, very focused, super smart, well-read, works 14 hours a day, six days a week. That's all true. But some of the things that stood out to me was that he was telling me his story was all of his partners, all of his friends, all of the investors, all of the people he knew that he networked, that he found a way to get in the same room. And like his network had created his success right now. Now his hard work, of course, like that goes without saying, but when you look at small results versus gigantic results, it has to do most of the time with who you know, who you're learning from, who you're spending time with, who's speaking into your life, who your connections are. And everything I'm saying right now directly 100% applies to your small business, even in your small local town. And I tell people all the time, even on the podcast, I'm like, you have to shake hands and kiss babies. You have to meet people. You have to know people. You don't have to feel pressure when you're doing this to like produce some sort of mythical result. You just have to be friendly. A great quote from my, my wife, Ashley, is this. The best way to make friends is to be friendly. That's it. That's not complicated. That's simple. That is not rocket science. You can do that. Don't be scared. Don't try to quantify the result. Don't get discouraged if you go meet some people and nothing happens. You need to be the kind of person that just is always expanding your network and meeting people because the skills and talents that you have right now, the services you provide in your business right now, you meet the right person and you don't have to do anything magical. You just do what you already know how to do, except the opportunity could be 25 times bigger. You could get a contract with General Motors or with Tesla or with whoever to clean the carpet of 500 homes because you are best friends with the son of the largest builder in the state or whatever, fill in the blank. Like, like it's, it's limitless. And it comes down to just being a person of honor and integrity, playing the long game, not being a taker and being greedy and just actually being friendly to people. That's it. The same story of the guy going to the Hamptons. It's not dirty and gross and, oh, the elite are screwing everybody. Although I'm sure that that happens. I believe that there's some of that, but I think it's a total cop-out to pretend like that's what always happened to all those people. I'm sure that that is not the case. Instead, they're just networkers. A little bit of luck, but also a lot of timing and preparation and being ready and belief and having the right people speaking into their life. I want that for you. And, and if you are an introvert, like me, by the way, I don't know if anybody knew this, but I am an introvert. I can do keynote addresses. I can go speak in front of 1,500 people. But I basically want to go run and hide in my hotel room when I'm done. <laughs> Not because I don't like people, because it drains me, right? My wife is an extrovert, and when we're in large crowds and stuff, when we're done, like at a dinner party or at an event... The whole way back home, she's Miss Chatty because she gets energy from being around people. Well, when I'm around people, it drains my energy. So anyway, just to give you encouragement, there's no excuse to not network and meet people. Like I was so scared to meet some of the people that I'm now friends with that I actually call my friend. I was freaked out. I mean, the way that I met um, Chris Lambertini's, for example, this goes back... Uh, trying to think and sorry I have a stuffy nose um I don't know exactly how long ago but it was before send Jim my software company um 
had launched to the public the very first time. It was actually called something else before it was called Send Jim. It was called Street Bitter. Some of you probably used it, and, and thank God we uh, renamed it and rebuilt it because it was a total disaster at first. But that's another podcast. But here's, here's the point. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Um, whenever that was, like like nine years ago, maybe, something like that, um, I got on an airplane, flew to New Jersey, uh, having never met Chris Lambertini's, uh, just to try to become friends with him. Why did I do that? Because at the time, I had no reach, no influence, no email list. I didn't have a podcast. Nobody knew who I was except for a few people that I helped you know, with business advice on a couple of like uh, internet forums, including Chris's forum, which was the largest one at the time. Um, but I needed him. I needed to know this guy. I needed to, to show him what I had made, why it was so different, why it was so good for the industry, and basically just like charm him and, and meet him. And Chris and I have been friends for a really long time since then. But the way that that relationship was initiated was I reached out to him after I had a working app and I told him, hey, you don't know me, but you've helped me a ton in business, which he did, by the way, you know, for me learning from him on this forum and watching his videos, he helped my business so much with systems and everything because he had one of the largest residential cleaning companies in America at the time. I said, you don't know me, but here's what I want to propose. I want to come to you. I want to buy you dinner and I want to use my new app. I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to send a thousand postcards out uh, for your business. I'm going to drive around, take pictures of a thousand houses and send a thousand postcards out. And you can just like have all the results from that. I want nothing from you. I'd just like to meet you, buy you dinner and do that. How does that sound? And he said, okay, sounds good, right? I did it. We became friends, but I took a risk. And I remember being on the airplane nervous, you know, because I didn't know what would happen. But that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, whether it's meeting the president of the Chamber of Commerce or the mayor of your town or some of the top realtors. Be persistent, play the long game, be friendly, take some risks, and remember that your network is your net worth. It's so true. Maybe one of the reasons your your business isn't that big is because you just don't know enough people and they don't know you. And they deserve to know you because you're freaking awesome and you're amazing and you have integrity and you do a great freaking job. And this is what drives me nuts is some of the best people have the lowest results because they underestimate their ability. And the dumb people who don't have integrity get the bigger results because they overestimate their ability. There's a psychological thing called the uh, Dunning, shoot, what's it called? Dunning-Kruger effect, I think. Someone can fact check me on that. I believe it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And essentially what it says is that people with a low IQ, they overestimate their abilities. (laughs) People with a high IQ underestimate their abilities. If you are paused and in constant fear mode and you're overthinking everything like I still do, stop it. Like you're the one that's going to crush it. You're the one where it is actually all going to work. You just got to go do it. Where someone that isn't as intelligent, that doesn't overthink things, that has more self-confidence, even false confidence, because they don't even, they're not even great or special or anything. They just go out and meet people and crush it. They go out and get it. I want you to go get it. So hopefully that's encouraging to you. (laughs) I appreciate all of you. If you have questions for me, 
ask me. Join our free Facebook group called The Growth Vault. It's totally free. Go join it. There's thousands of entrepreneurs in there. There's great discussions every single day happening in there. And if you're ready to maybe go deeper than that, or you need individualized help, or if you're interested in courses or accountability groups, feel free to go to automategrowcell.com. We have a ton of different stuff. We have over a dozen multi-million dollar uh, business coaches. We have programs, courses. We have free stuff. There's all kinds of things there for you to check out. And uh, hopefully we can help you. Take care. I'll talk to you soon and God bless. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Vault.